Hello everyone, welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast, roll the intro. And we're back, and here is a quick message about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by our two sponsors. They are two locally owned Central Coast businesses. First one is the Grange Hotel in Wyoming. For a good drink, good food, and good time, head over to the Grange, Wyoming. I recommend you go there on Monday nights because they have a special on schnitties. My favorite schnitty is the pepper gravy one. And our second sponsor is Zabara Clothing. Manufacturers and suppliers of teamwear and uniforms, head to www.zabara.com.au or visit their store in Erina, New South Wales, Australia. This episode is also sponsored by Boot Computers based in Gorick in New South Wales, Australia. They are a Microsoft registered refurbisher. So for all of your computer needs, whether it's you need networking, you need Um, data recovery, you need new computers, you need old computers, you want them fixed, you want anything to do with computers, head over to Boot Computers in Gorican, New South Wales, Australia. Tell them CJ from the Final Tackle Podcast sent you. We are now finally back with probably one of the most synonymous names with the North Sydney Bears, powerhouse prop and New South Wales and Australian representative of the 80s, Don McKinnon. Thank you for joining us here, mate. Yeah, no worries, CJ. So let's get stuck into it, really. First of all, let's, I like to talk about um, their start in the rugby league world, etc. So for you, being from a family that's synonymous with the North Sydney Bears, what was it like for you um, getting your debut for that club in 1977? Uh, yeah, I was a rep, mate. I, um, I was a mad North supporter all my life, and, uh, and uh, I always thought the you know, best thing that could ever happen to me would be to play first grade for North, and... Uh, you know, plenty of times in my, you know, late teens and early 20s, uh, you know, by the time I turned 20, I thought there was absolutely no hope. But I uh, got, got a bit better to, up to about the time I was 22 or 23. Um, uh, probably more to do with uh, maturity. I was a bit of a late bloomer. And, um, um, yeah, it was a fantastic moment. I played my first first grade game in the NCO Cup match against uh, Parramatta at like at Oval in 1977, Dennis Fitzgerald and Ray Higgs and Ray Price, Crane and all those guys. Um, and then I played the following weekend. They played a league of match at the cr- cricket ground and uh, played against St George at the cr- cricket ground. There. And uh, that was my first premiership first grade match. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um... Uh, what was the pre-season training like back then, not just for the 77 season, but just in general? Um, and how do you think it differs to today's game's um, pre-season training? Um, we did vary, didn't we? When we started, sometimes we started before Christmas, depends what the coach thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly we started uh, in the first week after the New Year. Um, always the usual five-mile road run. Um, you know, we were training at Northbridge or... Cremorne, and um, you probably know there's not many flat spots in those. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's not. In Hills or, or, uh, or even worse, down at uh, Balmoral. We're trained at Balmoral. Run up at Warbur Street, which is about, I don't know, six or 700 metres and about a 40-degree slope. So we'd be running up there and 90-degree um, heat, and we'd go and do 440s and push-ups and sit-ups and bloody all that sort of stuff. You know, um, it wasn't very scientific, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it got us fit um, and... Tested you out, you know, if you get through that, you could probably uh, 
good candidate to play great football, so yeah. <laughs> it was tough. No, that's fair enough. It definitely sounds it. Um, yeah. During your time in the NSWRL, as it was called back then, you also yeah. played for New South Wales and Australia. Uh, which of those you know, memories or moments do you hold closest to yourself? Um, one of the biggest thrills I ever got was getting picked to go on a kangaroo tour. Uh, I was a chance on as eighty two kangaroo tour. I was a chance to go on seventy eight, but I got sent off uh, uh, late in the season. Missed the last three games, uh, sort of out of sight, out of mind. Um, I've been touted by a few people as a potential tourist, but anyway, they um, they didn't pick me, which is fair enough. Um, uh, then in eighty two. Um, uh, getting your name called out to go away with a you know, Australian kangaroo to to England for three months, England and France for three months. You know, it was, it was a massive thrill. Oh wow! Honestly, definitely that sounds pretty awesome. Um, and as I previously mentioned, you come from a very famous North Sydney Bears rugby league family with your father, your uncle, and your brothers all having played for the team. Uh, what was it like for you to be able to continue that legacy um, when you played for the Bears? No, it was great. You know, my man was um, president of the football club and leagues club when I first started playing for North, and uh, and um, I never played a first grade game until after Dad gave it away. Um, I think you know probably you know the old the only reason you got picked is because your own man's the president syndrome, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But um, I played first grade uh, from '77 onwards, and um, you know um, my brother Doug played first grade. My old man played. Ten years first graders at North. Um, Uncle Don played uh, one year first grade for North. It was in 1943 when um, North made their only grand final, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, the, the premierships, they won in 21 and 22. Uh, mm-hmm. They weren't, weren't compulsory grand finals in those days. So. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, they got beaten in that grand final. And another brother, Max, played lower grades for North as well. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, I mean they're all great. You know, they were my brother, my brother Doug and Max never missed many games as well as my other brothers. But four other brothers besides those, yeah. and uh, they yeah. they all used to come and watch me play at North. Um, yeah, our men's are all the time, of course. Oh wow! Um, very supportive. Yeah. What an experience, really, in all honesty, um, to have such a massive, you know, you could say foothold it with the club and with with your family being in there and whatnot. Um, yeah. So. Um, let's go to a few fun sort of questions. Um, when you're having a barbecue, what? How do you like your steaks cooked? I'm a medium rare man. Mate. Medium rare, honestly, that's the only way to go in, in my opinion. Because if you have a blue, <laughs> it's pretty much still mooing, and you don't want it um dead, like as in as dead as it can be um when it's well done. So I agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you put your shoes on, do you go socks then shoes or um socks shoe socks shoe? Uh, normally both socks and then the shoes, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. And touching a bit more on your career for a bit, uh, you were fined ten grand for urinating no. on, on on the field <laughs> at, at Lang Park, um, which wasn't 1, which, which oh sorry one thousand, uh, which wasn't <laughs> uncommon practice back in that time in that area. But you were caught on television doing it. Uh, what was that media circle and circus sort of thing like for you back then? Yeah, um, I was terribly unlucky. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was it was tele- for a start. It was televised live in Sydney and Brisbane, which is oh. unusual. But it was, it was Brisbane's first premiership match. So it was yes. It was round one of eighty eight. It, it was a big event, you know. And um, I blame Mick Stone, the referee, actually, because um, I was absolutely busting for a leak uh, mm-hmm. uh, before the game. It was a hot day, and everyone was saying, "Get the fluids into you know." So 
I got the fluids into me, and after about 20 minutes, I had to get the fluids out of me, you know. Was, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mick Stone called Ian Gately over for a caution over some scuffle or something, you know. Yeah. And um, the caution didn't last quite long enough. And <laughs> I, I was sort of standing off to the side, you know, adjusting my shorts and having a leak, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and then he ran across right in front of me and stuck his hand up for a penalty for Brisbane. So, you know, I, I tend to blame Nick Stone for that, even though I see him have a go at him about it. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, and touching on a few more fun sort of questions, um, when you're at the pub, what sort of beer is your is your go-to? Um, funnily enough, I never drank beer the whole time I played football. Okay. Um, no, I've never, never been much of a drinker. Um, never really drank beer until I was in my late 30s. Okay. Um, and I wouldn't care if I never had a beer or any other drink for that matter, but um, yep. um, just you know, something I never got in the habit of. I like a glass of wine with dinner and stuff like that. But, okay. Yeah, no, that's fair um, enough. Only if I go out. But if if I do um, have a beer, it's usually two years old. Okay, yeah, two years old. I do like two years old. Um, yep. What about... Uh, or black. Yes, yes, very nice. It is nice. Um, I like that. Uh, it's it's a good alternative to Guinness if if a local pub or whatever doesn't um have Guinness. Which Guinness is like swallowing a brick. <laughs> fair call. Fair call. <laughs> um, uh, let's go with um, what would be your favourite flavour of Smith's chips at the moment? I haven't got one. I don't like chips. You don't like chips? Fair enough. No. Um. And how do you think the 2019 NRL season has gone and or went as a whole? Um, it was great. Um, I, uh, I was Canberra played fantastic. I, uh, I, I you know, they were unlucky not to win the grand final, of course. But um, um, it was a terrific grand final. Um, the best, the best team that caught one it, which is the Roosters. Um, but Canberra, look, you know, they, they can consider themselves unlucky in the grand final. But you know, they had plenty of chances to beat. Mm-hmm. The, the Roosters um, Manly had a great year um, you know, I, I, I thought they'd struggle to make the top eight Manly and uh, you know they had so many injuries and still still managed know, still to turn been, heads and get and yeah get yeah, yeah they, they had a great season and um, the State of Origin was fantastic you know, been a, oh it was being a New South Wales supporter I was wrapped <laughs> in the State of Origin so it was great yeah no that's good, good stuff se- good season I learned plenty of good football played yeah uh, what if any rules do you what if there were any <laughs> Word vomit, let's do that again. Are there any rules you think need to be changed, re-implemented, or removed from the current game? 10-metre rule is the worst rule ever in rugby league. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon it should be removed yeah. back to five? or Five metres, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't encourage people to pass the football. Yeah. You get a team caught in their own 25, they go bang, big big buffhead prop runs up eight or 10 metres. They do that five metres, they do that five times and they kick the ball, you know, whereas in the... But pre uh, ten metre really had to pass the football um, even in your own half to against good sides to to get round the defence. You know, um, yeah. you, you watch the 89, 89, 90 grand final Penrith and, and ninety grand final Penrith and, uh, and the, the Raiders are thro- in a grand final. Yeah, they're throwing passes across the goalposts to try and get out of the uh, twenty five. You know, just and the ten metre rules crush ball movement. Yep, now fair enough, and I agree. And, I and, agree uh, and being and being an old stadier, I hate the interchange as well. Yeah, yep, fair enough. Um, do you think it should be limited down to maybe eight for the interchange? I it, or I think it should be limited to four replacements oh, four. in that interchange. Okay, <laughs> no, fair enough. No interchange. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, it's other, just other take, than... It's just taking a lot of bodies out of the game, you know, like... Um, you know, Cameron Smith is an absolute marvel. He plays 80 minutes against big guys who run at him. You know, they're targeting him, big fresh guys running him all day. Yeah, no, that's um, fair enough. And, um, you know, t- there's not many guys with his physique 
can play uh, first grade rugby league. Now, for sure. Um, yeah. So, obviously, you agree with the fact that, you know, like, have replacements for injuries that are made, you know, HIA mm. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, that's right. But, like, no general, you know, don't have a no. rest sort of thing. No, come on, come off, go off, come on again, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Um, is there anything you miss or don't miss about the game? I miss being young enough to play it. Fair enough. Sorry. I, I was just having a sip of me drink. I'm like, that's a great answer. So I continue. <laughs> uh, no, I miss, uh, I miss um, you know, look at all the blokes I played fo- football with. Uh, I'm, and against, I'm still good mates with all of them. And um, you miss that. You miss the social aspect of playing football. You know, to go to training and, you know, after the game, go down the club and have a couple of drinks and all that sort of stuff. You miss the mateship and the camaraderie and all that sort of stuff. So uh, any football would say the same thing. Yeah, nice. Um, what would be the highlight for you, like your personal highlight of your career during your time in the NSWRL? Um, obviously, number one is getting picked to go on the kangaroo tour. Yep. Um, number two was when I got picked to play for New South Wales in the state of origin in 82. Mm-hmm. And um, we made the semis in 1982 at North. The only time we made the semis... Uh, it was um, it was a big thrill as well because um, you know, struggling club. I don't know the club had made the club the semis for 1982 to 65, six, 16 seasons without getting in the semis. So that was that was a big thrill as well. That would have been massive, but, um, yeah. And first first grade game was a big thrill as well. For sure. Um, just before we end up, we finish up the interview. Um, first of all, I want to thank you very much for joining joining us here no on worries. the podcast. Um, and is there anything? you'd like to say to the fans of the game or, you know, any advice for young kids that are, you know, starting up or wanting to play footy? Um, yeah, you've got to, you've got to be uh, determined, um, you know, and um, you've got to enjoy the, the, the mateship at all, you know, like, um, you, you know, has its bad moments, you get beaten, you get hurt and whatever. But um, the great thing about rugby league is, is the competition, you know, the competitive the competitiveness of it and the friendship. Yeah, with your mates, you know, you know, just a exactly. us versus them, us versus them sort of thing, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's us and versus and you, make, and you make and you make lifelong lifelong friends out of it. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, again, I, I want to thank you very much for joining us here on the Final Tackle Podcast. All right, see you. Wonderful. Thank you very much, mate, and take it easy. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Bye. See you.